lost. Um, been talking about God's hearts for justice. We've been talking about God's heart for all these different things. God's heart for the church. God's heart for me and you. And so it's so amazing how we can be able to come together and sh- be able to share this message about God's heart today. Man, God's heart for the lost is so amazing and so awesome. And the thing is, we cannot know God's heart if we don't know God's heart for justice, if we don't know God's heart for peace, if we don't know God's heart for the church, if we don't know God's heart for ourselves, we can't know about God's heart for the lost. Come on. Lord's about to, he knows I'm about to go in. So praise God before I start uh, preaching and going crazy for the gospel. I want to pray, and I pray that, uh, that God will move in your heart today. So let's pray. Bow your heads and close your eyes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for this day, God. Oh, we thank you, Lord God, for your heart, Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, that we are able to understand your heart for us, Lord God. That we're able to understand your heart for the church and your heart for justice, Lord God. And today we're going to be able to understand your heart for the lost, God. God, I pray that you would move in our hearts. God, I pray that you would move in our lives. God, I pray that you would use me as I am sharing this word with everyone today. God, I pray that you would uh, use me, Lord God, in a mighty way. Have your way in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So praise God. So we understand that God's heart for the lost. I don't think many people understand God's heart for the lost. As I'm looking in Scripture and as I'm reading my Bible and as I'm reading my Word, the one thing that I keep on seeing when I see God's heart for the lost is compassion. See, God's heart for the lost is compassion. He cares for the lost. He cares for the person who's broken today. He cares for the person who's lost. He cares for the person who is dealing with uh, sexual morality. He cares for the person who's dealing with anger. He cares for the person who's dealing with, uh, who's broken inside, who do not know his love. He cares for the lost. His heart for the lost is compassion. It's compassion. He cares for them. Right? Many people in our generation today don't have compassion for people. They don't care for people. They can care less. They are more selfish. They're more selfish. And that's why many people don't have God's heart. That's why many people don't have God's heart for the lost. But we understand that in our culture and in our generation, right, in our culture and our generation, many people don't have God's heart for the lost, but God God's heart for the lost is compassion. God's heart for the lost is that he cares for the people. He cares for the person who's broken. He cares for he cares for the person who's lost. He cares for the person who's rich. He cares for the person who's poor. He cares for the lost. And if you can open your Bibles to Matthew uh, 20 verse 20, uh, yeah, Matthew chapter 20 uh, verse 20 uh, verse 29 to 34. It shows that God's heart, God, God cares for the lost. As I'm reading scripture, and I keep on reading my Bible, and as I'm reading, uh, as I keep on understanding God's heart for the lost, as I'm seeing this, I'm seeing God's heart for the lost for the person who committed adultery, right? Remember the woman who committed adultery, and all the, the Pharisees wanted to throw stones at this woman. They wanted to, you know, they wanted, yeah, they wanted to throw stones at this woman, woman because she committed adultery. She committed a sin, Right? And Jesus came up to them and he said, whoever, ha- whoever has sinned, throw the first stone. He, he told that to them. He told that to them. Right? And every single one of them had to drop their stone because they were lying and they were in sin. Right? But Jesus 
When Jesus walked on this earth, he was fully man and fully God. Jesus was holy. He never sinned. He never did anything. He never, he never sinned. He never sinned against the Father. He never sinned, guys. Right? And he could have bashed that woman with the stone. He had the right to because he's the son of the living God, but he chose not to. He chose to have compassion over that woman. He chose to not to bash her, but he chose to forgive her and have compassion over her life, over her life, and actually care for her. Right? And as we're reading Matthew 20, 29, verse 34, we see that again. It says that Jesus and his disciples were, were leaving Jericho. A large crowd followed him. Two blind men were sitting by the road, and, and, they, and, and they were able, and they heard Jesus was going by. They shouted, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. The crowd rebuked them. See, the, listen, guys. The crowd rebuked the two blind men who actually needed help, Right? The crowd actually rebuked the two blind men who actually needed help, right? As we continue to read, he said, he he told them to be quiet. This is what Jesus told them. But they shouted all the louder, son, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus stopped and called them, what do you want for me? He He asked, Lord, they answered, we... We want our sight. Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately, they received their sight and followed him. Praise God. See, the crowd all around them was trying to rebuke these people, were trying to rebuke these men, right? They needed help. They actually, they actually, they were actually the people who actually needed help. They were actually the people who actually needed the care for, and the crowd, right, they didn't care about all these other things. They, they cared more about trying to focus on Jesus, right? They didn't care for the lost. They didn't care for the people. They didn't have God's heart for the lost, guys. They cared. They just care about, about themselves. And they were being selfish. They were being selfish, All right, guys. I, I want you to understand this today. They were being selfish. They were trying to hold Jesus all to themselves. This is how many people in the church are today. They want to hold Jesus all to themselves. But, we, we don't, but many people don't want to go out and preach the word of God. And many people don't want to share the gospel with the lost. They don't want to share Jesus with people. And this is how the crowd was that day. They didn't want to share Jesus with those blind men, right? But Jesus understood. He saw them, and he healed them immediately because he had compassion on them, because he cared for them, because he cared for the lost. He actually cared for those people. My God, right? We, we see so many people in our culture, in our generation today, right? More pastors care about People's pastors and preachers care more about people's skin color than care about their souls. They care more about the skin color. They care, care more about the race, but they don't care about the soul. I actually saw that this week, and it's still, it, 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 hurt, it hurt so much when I saw one of this preaching of the preacher of the faith. Preacher of the faith talked about how the NBA cared more, the NBA were being more prophetic than the American church. God have mercy. God have mercy. I ain't going to say his name. I ain't going to say his name. I love him. But that was just so wrong. 
That was so wrong. God have mercy on the soul. Love them though. Right? That's not right. See, our heart for the God's heart for the lost is compassion. He cares for them. He cares for the person who's broken today. You know, you think about all the Black Lives Matter people who are looting and stealing and doing all these crazy things, right? And many people right now, they're saying, a lot of them are saying, F God. A lot of them are saying, F Jesus. Even in the midst of them saying all that, Jesus still cares for them. Jesus still has a heart for them. Jesus still loves them, and he cares for them. He wants them to repent and turn away from their wicked ways. I remember being in high school, guys. And I, remember, I, remember, I remember being in high school, and I remember seeing the, the, just being in the lunchroom, and I see all these people, and I remember God telling me, God, TJ, I care for these people. TJ, I care for these people, people who are the person who's sitting by himself, the person who's, who's a bully, the person who is like with everybody, the pop, most popular kid, Jesus, he told me that he cared for them. And he wanted me to reach them. He wanted me to share the love of God with them. Right? So how else do we know that Jesus cares for the lost? How else do we know that Jesus cares for people? Right? If we read 2 Peter, 2 Peter uh, 3.9, it says, The Lord is slow and keeping his promise as some understand slowness, instead he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Jesus wants everyone to come to repentance. Why? Because he cares. Jesus wants everyone. He doesn't want anyone to perish. No, he doesn't want the person who is living in sin to perish today. He wants them to come to repentance, right? Now, the person who is living in sin, that's their choice, right? They're choosing to live in, and live in wickedness. They're choosing to live in perversion. They're choosing to live in sexual morality. But Jesus doesn't want them to perish. He wants them to have eternal life with him. And how else do we know this, right? In the Bible, in John 3, 16, we understand that it says, for God to love the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but guess what? Have eternal life. See, Jesus came onto this earth. He was fully man and fully God and he died on the cross for the lost. He died on the cross for the people. He died on the cross for the person who was broken. He died on the cross for the person who was sick. He died on the cross for the person who do not know the love of God who's an atheist there. He died on the cross because he had compassion on the lost. This is why Jesus doesn't want anyone to perish. This is why Jesus doesn't want anyone to go to hell because he cares for the people. He cares for the people, guys. He cares for the people, right? These people beat Jesus. They whipped him. They made fun of him. They hanged him on the cross. And he still said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. He still had compassion on them. See, Jesus could have been like, deuces, I'm gone. All right, I ain't about to die for none of you. You guys are crazy people acting nuts. I don't have to do nothing for you. I want you guys to understand, Jesus didn't have to do anything for the lost. He didn't have to do nothing. He didn't have to do nothing. Nada. Come on, somebody. He didn't have to do nothing. But he chose to because he loved them. He chose to because he cared 
for the lost. He chose to because he wanted them to be saved and turn away from their wicked ways. He chose to. He chose to because he wanted them to come to repentance. Right? How else do we understand that God's heart for the lost? Right? It's compassion. How else do we know this? How else do we understand that God cares for the lost? That God cares for the people, that God cares for the person who's broken today, right? If you read Acts 1, 4, verse 8, I mean, Acts chapter 1, 4, and onward to chapter, uh, to verse 8, it says, on one, uh, on one accord, while he was eating with them, he gave them a command, a command, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift of my father's promise which you which you has yeah which you have heard me speak about for John baptized with water but in a few days I will baptize you with the holy spirit Jesus right Jesus if Jesus didn't care he he would have never he would have never told the spirit of God he would have never told the told the holy spirit to come down he would have never told the holy spirit to come the Holy Spirit wouldn't have never came if, if, he didn't, if he didn't care for the loss. He wouldn't have never came. And as, praise God, Lawrence is bringing me water. I'm sweating bullets up here, guys. Thank you, Jesus. Let me get some of this real quick. And praise God. Now I know how uh, Joby feels when he's up here. My God, <laughs> right? But, okay, as I'm continuing to read, it said, then they gather around him, and they ask him, Lord, are you, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know the time or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but when you receive power, when you, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria until the ends of the earth, guys. See, Jesus cared for the lost so much that he was willing, that he told his disciples to go now preach the gospel. He cared for the lost so much that he told his disciples now. I started this, guys. He, Jesus is like, I've started this, guys. Now I want you to finish this. I want you now to share the gospel. I want you now to share the love of God. And this is why we share the love of God now, because we are disciples of Christ. This is why we share the love of Jesus with people. This is why we share the, the love of Jesus with the lost. And we see, if we continue to read the book of Acts, we see in, the, uh, in chapter 2, we see Peter, right, being able to preach the gospel to 3,000 people. And 3,000 people come to know the Lord. And 3,000 people come to know the love of God. If Jesus, if that never happened, Jesus didn't have compassion for the lost, then Peter would have never had compassion for the lost. And he would have never saw 3,000 people coming to know the Lord. He would have never saw all the multitudes coming to know the love of God. He would have never saw these people who are broken, who are lost, coming to know the love of Jesus Christ. Right? And this is why we share the gospel, guys. We, this is why we share the love of Jesus with the lost. This is why we share the love of Jesus with people. 
right? This is why we need God's heart for the lost, right? Because we want to win our friends. We want to win our family members. We want to win our um, people we don't know with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to share the love of Jesus with everyone. We don't want to just share with one person. No, we want to see the multitudes get saved. I want to see revival in our generation, guys. Not the multitudes get saved. Revival. People who are broken and lost with the, who do not know Jesus. We need to share the love of Jesus with them. Come on. We need to share the love of Jesus with them. Right? What, what, why do you think so many missionaries go overseas and preach the gospel? Why do you think so many missionaries go overseas and willing to die for the gospel? It's because they have compassion for the lost. It's because they care for people. I remember I was reading this story. When I was a little, when I was a little younger, a little younger in the faith, praise God, man, I'm gonna need a towel, man. Goodness gracious, I'm, I'm one of them black plastic preachers. Come on, I need a towel. Come on now, woo, come on somebody. But I remember being younger in the faith, and I remember, I remember hearing this story about this missionary who went overseas, who preached the gospel. Who shared the love of God. Thank you, Lawrence. My God. Come on, somebody. Oh, praise God. Right, I remember hearing this story about this missionary. He went overseas and he shared the gospel. And he brought his family. And his whole family died. His whole family died. But did he leave that place? No. Why? Because he had compassion for the lost. Other stories, I think about men of God and women of God like Ron Bunky, who went overseas and saw three, thousands and thousands and thousands come to know the Lord. Why did he do that? Because he had compassion for the lost. Why do we do the things that we do? Why do we go out and preach the gospel on a Sunday? Why do we preach the gospel um, every day of the week? Why do we do these different things? Because we care for people because we care for the loss, because we care for the person who's broken today, just like Jesus was, just how Jesus cared for people. We need to care for people. We need to care for people. Hallelujah. I remember another story, just a little one. I remember listening to this uh, awesome woman of God uh, at uh, Azusa. And I remember listening to her, and I remember her sharing. I remember her sharing about our dreams and our aspirations. And she said, "Many people, many of you have dreams and you have aspirations, but is that God's dreams and aspirations for you? Is those the things that God wants you to do? Is those the things that God actually wants you to do?" Right, the pe- Maybe some of you guys who are watching on live, some of you are called the Bible College. Some of you guys are called to go overseas and share the love of Jesus with the lost. Some of you guys are called to die for the gospel, are called to die for Jesus. Are you willing to give it all? Are you willing to give it all to Jesus? Are you willing to have a heart for the lost? Are you willing to have a broken heart for people? Because that's what matters at the end of the day, guys. That's what matters at the end of the day. 
You can, you can do all this crazy, you can do all this stuff. You can try to do good things. You can do all this stuff. But if you're not reaching your family members and you're not reaching your friends and you're not reaching your neighbors with the gospel, then you're not doing nothing for the kingdom. You're not impacting the kingdom. You're not impacting the kingdom. The Bible says that, that there are angels and people in heaven are rejoicing because a new soul has come to the kingdom. You are not able to experience heaven on earth. You're not able to experience the joy of the Lord. You're not able to experience people coming to know the Lord, the, 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 the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, because you're not winning people to the kingdom. Because you're not doing things for Jesus. You're not doing anything for Jesus. I remember also another thing. I remember... I remember as I was reading the Bible, I started thinking about Scripture, and I started thinking about how the Bible says that a person who wins souls is we 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 are restored, right? We have we we are restored. I think that's correct, <laughs> right? When I preach the gospel, I'm not feeling down in the press. When I preach the gospel, I have the joy of the Lord. When I preach the gospel, I'm. I don't have, I'm not depressed. I'm not feeling defeated. No, I'm feeling victory because I'm bringing victory to others. Because I'm bringing the kingdom of God to others. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I guess this is my encouragement for you today. My encouragement for you today is ask God to break your heart for the lost. Ask God to break your heart for people. Ask God to break your heart for the person who's broken today. The people you see around you who, are, who, who do not know the love of God, you need to speak to them. You need to share the love of Jesus with them. You need to share the love of God with them. The person who is who's angry today, who, who is mad, you need to share the love of Jesus with them. You need to start doing things that are impacting the kingdom of God. Many people talk about revival, but they're not really about it. We need people who are talking about revival and are really about revival. So I want to now pray for you that God will use you for the kingdom of God as we're going back to school, guys. Think about this. As you're going back to school, right, think about the people you can reach with the gospel. Meditate on the scriptures so you can be able to share the love of God with the lost. Right? If you ain't saved today, you need to be saved so you can reach the so you can reach people who are who, who are lost. So you need to repent and come to know the Lord. If you haven't been reaching people with the lost, repent today. Ask God to break your heart for the lost. Ask God to break your heart for people. Ask God to help you to be a true disciple that make disciples. Hallelujah. If everybody can bow your heads and close your eyes, I want to pray for you today. I want to believe that God's going to use you for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord, for this day, God. Oh, Lord, we thank you, Lord God, that your heart for the loss is compassion.
that your heart for the lost is compassion, that you care for the lost, God, that you care for people, Jesus, that you care for the person who's broken today, that you care for the person who's, who's angry, that you care for the person who's lost there. God, your heart for the lost is compassion. God, I pray that we will have compassion on the lost, Lord God, that we will care. God, I pray that you will break our heart for people, Jesus. Lord, every person who's looting, who's stealing, God, break our hearts for those people, Lord God. For For the person who is angry and lost, Lord God, break our heart for that person, God. God, I pray that you will continue to break my heart for people, Jesus. Lord God, that I will never, Lord God, that I will never grow cold of reaching people with the gospel, God. And I pray that you would have your way in the hearts of many, God. I pray you would show up and show off, God. And I pray that we would win souls, Lord God. That we would win souls for your kingdom's sake. Have your way in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody says, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah.